back to On the Block with Stricken Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block. Eastrick here with my partner, Bach. We're here on the block for two to four every day. Bach is joining me for the next few days. We're going to get into a little NBA talk since the season is right around the corner. There's been some great uh, exhibition games. Actually, I, I got a chance to watch a couple of them um, the last, last few nights. I, I really was uh, intrigued with what Brooklyn looked like against hmm. Milwaukee. I really thought Milwaukee would, uh, you know, pose a big threat, but um, obviously they didn't pl- I don't think they played everybody, um, but definitely Giannis in the group. But listen, Ben Simmons brings a different element to that Brooklyn team. If he stays healthy, then I was, I was kind of intrigued. I was really surprised at Kyrie Irving kind of giving up the rock a little bit and giving it over to Ben Simmons. That's just preseason. Uh, that's preseason. <laughs> Facts. That is some preseason. I also saw the Lakers um, kind of square off a little bit against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, you know, tough exhibition game. You know, LeBron looks solid as well. Uh, to implement Patrick Beverly into the mix of that was was a little bit unique after all the chirping that they did with each other. Russell Westbrook kind of didn't make a bucket until like the third quarter. So, that, you know, I don't know if I think they maybe had a discussion with him about his shooting a little bit. Don't be getting out there trying to shoot, distribute a little bit. Um, Anthony Davis looked like, I don't know. He looked real slow to me. Yeah, slow pace. Slow, slow pace. Prodding. Yeah, kind of just was moving around a little bit out there. We didn't see Carl Anthony Towns. Um, I didn't see him in the game, but I could have, you know, I, I didn't see the whole game. But. <laughs> Did you see? Anthony Davis was like, they had, they had a camera on him, but he was like pl- trying out the new 2K game. And like two minutes into him playing with himself, his character as him fell down and got hurt. <laughs> it's just like whatever. Man. Well, I guess right now that's true to form when you think about Anthony Davis. Some way, somehow, he's fallen. But at the end of the day, man, this summer it started off with the likes of Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, some people were moved. It wasn't Kevin Durant nor Kyrie Irving. Those guys were not moved as as talk was was heating up on them. But some 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 talk is going around right now. We're talking about a little bit of who's next. What five NBA stars? We may not get to all of them, but we'll get to the main ones. Are most likely to be traded this season, in season. So we're going to talk about one that I think is very intriguing. Um, we saw Draymond Green and and Jordan Poole kind of get into a little scuffle situation. Really, it was a half scuffle. It was a push and a drop. Yeah. You know, it was a it was a Superman punch to the you know to the dome, and and somebody fell. We we got some leaked footage on that. Somebody made some money, and somebody also probably got fired. But um, you know, Draymond Green's name has been kind of thrown out a little bit. Um, you know, he he's in a unique situation. Draymond Green finds himself uh, with an option. And I venture to say that he will execute execute that option. Um, I don't I don't think he will be traded, nor no one I think would take that trade with two years left on it. I think somebody may bite on it next year if he opts in. So um, that's me speaking, Bach. I'm going to hear from you on it. Uh, but um, Jordan Poole, they have a decision to make. They have big decisions. They either can keep Draymond Green, 
but they're not going to have the money to do so. So I think that they would be looking to allow him to play the season, move it because the salary, somebody will take a, a, a salary on a one-year deal. So if they know that's going to come off their books and they're going to have that to use, they'll do that. But I don't think they'll take Draymond Green on a two. Um, possible. I could be wrong. You could look at Indiana maybe with um, Indiana and Miles Turner, a deal somehow happening with that. That would be a great addition. I, I mean, if – if you know uh, the Golden Warrior, yeah. the Warriors can land a Miles Turner type with his way he can stretch the floor and you know clog up the paint a little bit. You know you don't have to use Kevon Looney's and the, the small ball type of guys. But um, I how do you view a potential trade with Draymond Green? Do you think it'll happen? I think it's very difficult. Um, I, I I do think that maybe I mean he's 32 years old. You know, parts of his game are declining a little bit. He can still get up for some of the games, but. Um, you know, he's always been more valuable within the Warriors system than he would be on the free market. And now, especially with this type of movement, it's 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 interesting because, um, you know, they just won the, the title again, which really cements him as part of the big three legacy with the Warriors. Now, it was already there, but when you do it before and after Durant, you know, he's the one guy that was, you know, was, was probably you could leave on or off any, any sort of list. But yeah. now, you know, you've got to put him in there. So into the future, the Warriors got to think about the future, not the past and, and you know, to a degree, the present. But they got they got to make moves for the future. And with the, all the money, the luxury tax are going to be going over. Jordan Poole, especially Andrew Wiggins, are Wiggins probably more and Clay so. Thompson. And Clay Thompson coming up on it. Um, you know, I think those will be guys that, that you might stick with. The other thing is, is Draymond... You know, Draymond works in that locker room because it's worked under him in that locker room. If you bring him to a random locker room and he tries to bully his way and act like he's been the guy, yeah. you know, there for a long time, I think he's going to butt heads. I just think yeah. that he's he's going to be a tough contract to sell anybody on because his value and the money that he already makes with the Warriors is more than what most people want to pay for him. I mean, you might get a couple of tickets sold, but it might be at the – cost of your roster imploding yeah I, I don't see it happening especially not this year I, I think maybe next year uh, they may pull the trigger on it and I, I think it would be in the offseason if they do it I, I don't think they that would be a wait I don't think it happens during this year because of those situations um, as you just stated well stated as actually let's look at um, let's turn to your your team the Los Angeles Lakers. Hey, that's not my team. I'm a Celtics fan. <laughs> Russell Westbrook. <laughs> uh, well, some would say Russell Westbrook. He doesn't like that. But, uh, you know, um, Russell Westbrook coming in training camp, I think they tried everything under the sun to move him in the offseason. I think no, there were no biters. He's now um, in his final year of his deal which is an acceptable thing. Again, that, that falls in line to what I was talking about with Draymond Green. But um, I just don't see a fit for that organization. I think they need to uh, move on from it. I think they'll probably test the waters and see how it goes early on. And I think somebody may bite on a Westbrook move and, and just kind of release him. Or if they feel he could be of use to them, 
you know, finish him out for the season. I just don't see a team right now that could use Westbrook's services at at his age and what he brings and just what his analytical numbers come in at. So uh, what do you think about a, a potential move for him? Well, I think he's making $47 million this year. I could yeah. see a trade deadline um, yeah. type of deal, yeah. maybe even just dumping him. You might have to get – I mean, they've yeah. sent out most of their first-round picks, so the ones that they have left, that I think that's why he hasn't been traded yet is Polinka doesn't want to throw those in. Um, you might have to at some point. It kind of just depends on how the season's going. Are, are they close? But it, it's really weird. I mean, now they've, they've, they've – they signed Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder's yeah. back in town. Uh, you now have Pat Beverly, um, along with the uh, options that they already had. And Schroeder's at some point, you know, can can play like a mini Russell Westbrook. I'm not going to say he's Russell Westbrook, but, I mean, he can, you know, he can kind of give that spark too. Um, I don't know if they're necessarily going to be able to trade him. I don't think he's valuable enough to anybody. I mean, it's not like you'd make a – I just don't know if I can see a team, unless it's like the Wizards – um, that are making a run because they had success with him before. Um, making a team to help <laughs> for them to have him help your team get over the edge and get into mm-hmm. the playoffs and do or do well in the playoffs. Because I think at this point it's it's pretty obvious that he's not a complimentary player. I mean, he kind of takes over the offense unless he can evolve into that. And we've seen guys do it before. It took Carmelo Anthony getting black belt out of the league before he would accept that he could probably be a third or fourth option out there on the floor instead of number one. Um, uh, I just, I, I think it, if it hasn't happened this long, it's going to be difficult to do. And I think the Lakers at this point, you might as well just eat the contract. Yeah. Next on that list, we're going to talk about Bradley Bill there at the Wizards. Uh, Bradley Bill just inked a $251 million extension to stay with the Wizards. That's a five-year deal. Um, that in itself seems like that's an insurmountable thing. One of the last ones to do that was Blake Griffin when he just inked his deal where he was actually shipped off. Um, I just don't think that that deal would be able to, to happen. First of all, you have Bradley Bill that has to sign off on the deal. He, he you know, he has to basically determine where he wants to go. So I think, I th- I don't, I don't think the wizards are able to get something done with him. Uh, as well I think he being that he has a no trade clause and where can you ship him to um, outside of maybe Portland or something but who's going to want to take a 251 and be locked into a deal for five years well I mean Bradley Bill is is one of the top players in the NBA he's still young enough I I mean I could see it um, because he signed that deal with the Wizards maybe it's out of loyalty but more likely because that's the most money he could make Uh, they could offer more than anybody else on the open market so um, you know, I, I I think that maybe you could see. That. I would just be surprised to see it. You know, maybe two, three years into the contract, yeah. make a little bit more sense uh, within the first year of the contract. I mean, if they're absolutely failing, maybe they want to rebuild. They don't see it happen around Bradley, but that'd be kind of. It, it just doesn't make too much sense to me because they'd have. You know, it'd be. I mean, what do you get? Like twenty, twenty-five games into a season, how much does that change from where you see the the, yeah. the you know the team as it is now? But you know, sometimes I think I kind of felt the similar thing with Husker football this year, and then it did happen. So we'll see. The next one on the list is uh, let's talk about John Collins out uh, with the Hawks. John Collins uh, with the Hawks. He's been on the trade block, I would say, probably for the last year now. It he's feels been, like they've, it, been, they've, it? Been, they've been trying to figure out a way to get it done. I just don't think that uh, Landry Fields, the GM for the Atlanta Hawks, have found the right fit. So, therefore, he still remains there. Uh, Collins is a bouncy four that has averaged about 16 uh, points a game, eight rebounds, 
over the last season. Uh, he's a guy that can help a lot of teams. He's a guy that's out there right now. He's expected to be called on to do some things. And I think he's probably going to be someone they're going to watch early in the season and they're going to maybe look to pull the trigger on somebody that feels that they can make a good playoff run and use him. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they have DeJounte Murray there. Um, you know, they, they, they were in the Western Conference Finals, what, what two? Or yeah, a couple years the ago. Eastern Conference Finals a few years ago. Yeah. Um, I had kind of a disappointing season last year. Maybe they want to shake some things up there. I could definitely see that. Um, I don't necessarily see DeJounte Murray getting in his way, um, but it, it's a new collection. Maybe they just want to, you know, uh, they could get something back for him, and that's why he's kind of been out there on the trade block. Um, so yeah, I, I think of the guys we've talked about so far, and maybe it's just because I'm used to him being on the trade block, he seems to be the most likely to be moved. Well, here's one that's interesting. Shea Gillis um, Alexander from the Thunder. Listen, the Thunder have so many draft picks they have a young guard in um, the Australian kid. Um, whew, yeah, yeah. Uh, G- Giddy. Giddy. Yeah, yep. Giddy. And they've got a lot of moves that they – listen, I could see the Thunder right now in super tank mode in order to land the biggest unicorn that I think to come in a long time, I would say outside of Shaquille O'Neal or even Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, or, you know, those type of unicorns. This kid, Victor Wimbayama, Wimbanyama, Wimbanyama. That's a tongue twister for Stricky. I, I could see them going into super tank mode in order to land that unicorn. And they've got all these pieces. They've got all these trade. They Look, they can put a deal together for anybody to move up that line and make somebody feel interested in it. I can see it happening. Well, and, they, and, and, and whether it's SGA or Josh Giddy, those guys are, like, considered, and, and, and SGA maybe a little bit closer, but, you know, future all-stars. Um, so yeah. they've got, you know, as bad as they've been, they've, they've already started the rebuild pretty well. He's only 24 years old. Maybe you want to, uh, you know, like you said, maybe you really want to take potential all star, take the chance that you, you know, you can get rid of him and and keep your rebuild on pace, and then get the unicorn, like you said. Um, I don't know if I would if I would take that chance with them. I think they already got a, a, a strong rebuild and all the assets in the world yeah, uh, to, to get it. back going the way that they have it. I'd, I agree. I'd keep them both, but uh, we'll see. I mean, we, we, I, I could definitely see some teams. There's going to be some tanking, I believe, this year. Well, Miles Turner finds his way on the list as well. We don't know what's going to happen with him, but we think that's possible. Buddy Hill, so two Pacers. We have two Jazz members, Mike Conley, whose money is about to run out as well, Laurie Markkinen, and then uh, also Bojan Bagnanovic with the Pistons, as well as Alec Burks with the Pistons. They're all looking to make moves. Julius Randle is finding his way on the outs with the Knicks. Those are some of the names that also find their way there. We're about to cross over, though. we got to get out of here for a quick break and get to uh, the crossover with old school DP and Jay. We're going to talk to them uh, when we come back. We'll also probably have somebody, a caller. We have a caller that will join us on the crossover. 93.7 The Ticket at TicketFM.com. Thanks for joining us once again. We'll see you right after this for the crossover.